0: And salutations and welcome once again to the Capeless Crusaders, your number one supposedly podcast for anything comic book related. My name is David Barry at Dr. Barry on varying social media platforms. To my left, we have...
1: We're not going to the right?
0: Nope. That's why I said to the left.
1: Hi, I'm Amy. You can find me at iJaneUrobot on varying social media and I am not wearing hockey pads. But Um, over there, uh, on the other side...
2: To the right... Someone to rattle the cages. This is the Azorian one, Anthony Steve. I'm surprised you managed to hold it to just one. Mm-hmm. only one. There's more later. Oh, Lots okay. of more. Uh,
0: so on the ones and twos, we do have back there. We have Justin uh, Piper uh, at the Mad Piper on Instagram and nothing else. Uh, he's also on Pinterest. Uh, we also just have, a little bit. We have Curtis at Calm Down Warning at Existential Romeo and Bart. Who hates technology? He does. Uh, that's not Yay. actually true. He just hates social media. <laughs> that. Uh, so, and in SoCal. On this week's episode, <gasps> oh. oh yeah, we do have, I mean, he's not. He's not here. He's, he's he serving no purpose. He is serving zero purpose in this podcast. We have Tom at Tall Dark Not Ugly on everything, <laughs> on everything. <laughs> and Steve's Cares. This week's episode is twofold. Actually, technically, it's threefold. Uh, first fold is. It's International Comic Book Day. <gasps> or is it National Comic Book Day? Like, it's one of them. I don't know. It's
1: something with an I don't
0: care. Yeah. It's an <laughs> It's one of them. <laughs> it is National Comic Book Day, uh, which we celebrate by doing a podcast about comic books. So that's oh, all I'm going to leave with that. That's what um, we do. The other thing we are talking about today is uh, it, it was Batman Day this it weekend. Was. And yes. it was also the 25th anniversary of Harley Quinn. That's right. So-, so it- We are going to be talking about both of them today. Now, when it comes to anything related to The Capeless Crusaders, you can always find us at thecapelesscrusaders.com. That is our website, your home for anything, our social media, our articles. You get links to our Twitch stream. I played the 1995 Game of the Year the other night. You did. It was really good. It took me, it was way too much to get it set up. I thought it was a shark fin. And it was real-time strategy games on streams. The worst idea I've ever had. (laughs) Because I'm literally just like, okay, I'm going to build this building.
1: But you were making so all scream. So, what's everyone else up to? What are you the, guys uh, doing about the the orcs and that? Yeah. Ha, ha, I liked to
0: the commentary about the orcs. So, there was a lot of it. On this week's episode, we are going to be going around the horn because we always going to do that. We're going to for Batman Day, we got a couple segments of who wore it best. We've got a who wore it best for Batman and Harley Quinn. We also have a couple verses. We're going to talk about our favorite Batman books, and then it's going to about wrap it up. So, when we are in a comic book store, And we are surrounded by comic books. And it is National Comic Book Day. We like
2: to go round the horn. It's kind of a Jimi Hendrix there.
1: That wasn't bad, though. Thanks. Oh, we gotta. We gotta sound. I hate everything about
2: you. Sorry.
0: (gasps) (gasps) When we go around the horn, we go around the table in a circular fashion, except for the fact that we no longer have a circular table. We do not. What we do is we discuss what comic books we have been reading this week. Okay, I see. I want Amy Uh to start us off. Ladies first.
1: I know why you said this to me, and it's really mean. (laughs) So, um... I don't know. So, in honor of uh, Batman Day being on this last Saturday, I decided to take up for this week um, reading some other sleuths. So, um, the one I will start off the one that I lied about and said that I was gonna read and I never did. Oh. Hey, Hawaiian Dick, yeah. Um, that's wait, <laughs> wait, a, wait
2: a second. I'm sorry. Wait, what? wait, wait one second. Can you say that again? What's what's that we're reading again?
1: Hawaiian Dick. Ah. It is literally Hawaiian Dick. Okay. Um, it is by B. Clay. I think it's B. Clay Morrow. It's out of image. I bet it is. It, it's a web series. I literally just started it. It looks really good. He's a dick <laughs> in Hawaii and he's solving crimes. Right now, he's asking somebody about money in a car and drugs. So there's that. Um, the other one that I actually did read and I got fairly far into was the volume number one from uh Max. AKA Marvel Max mm. and it's uh Jessica Jones alias volume oh, number 1. Classic. So uh of course she is a spiffy gumshoe and she's our former re- she well now she they keep calling her a private dick but there's just a lot of dick in my reading this week <laughs> and I can't handle it. So I'm calling her a gumshoe. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs>
2: One more time, though. That first story, Amy what was it called? Amy has
0: been reading a lot of dick yeah. this week. a lot. She's been, she's been just handling and juggling all of it. All of it. And she's doing a great
2: job handling.
0: All of it. All of the dicks. F-
2: <laughs> Who was that first one you handled? What was the name of it again?
0: Hawaiian
1: Dick. Ah, I His see. His name was Bird. Uh, Mahalo. Was very nice. Mahalo. Mahalo. Wow. <laughs> anyway, I really like Jessica Jones. I'm sorry, guys.
2: I didn't see that story coming. Oh, uh, All
0: right. <laughs> Mary. You're welcome. Uh, I'm taking this away. You're welcome. <laughs> I am. I'm taking. I'm taking it. Um, Good luck, censor. Uh, <laughs>
1: I meant it in the term of detectives. Uh,
0: yeah, we know as did I, but no one interpreted
2: it as that
1: because it's a girl <gasps> saying he it. Hey, Steve. Hey, man. Mm-hmm. No,
0: it would have been in anybody. What have you been reading?
2: Oh, about this detective. We're gonna call it. No, I'm kidding. Um, I did not uh, read about anything in, in Hawaii. <laughs> Or anyone whose name might be Richard. What I did read was two from the Marvel Universe, one after the other. Uh, the first one being Secret Empire number ten. Nice. The finale. There. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Look at that image right there. Ooh. Things don't look good. Things don't look good for us in that image right there. Um, it is the final battle between evil Hydra Cap and our. They were the Underground. Mm-hmm. The Underground. Yes. And. Um, how long has it been out? Has it been out for a few weeks? Yeah, you, you, you're yeah, good. It's About two. All right, right. Omega. Omega already Omega's, came out. You can yeah. go. Okay, so we get the big battle. Spoilers, if you have it. And uh, Sam and Bucky have this secret plan using uh, Mr. Uh, Scott Lang to go in to uh, so Iron. Uh, excuse me, Iron Cap.
0: Iron Cap? Yeah, iron He's got cap. that
2: glowing star that has the cubic... Uh, cubic... Um, the cubic zirconium? The cubic zirconia. No. That's in there. It's shiny, but not that expensive. But it's not real. <laughs> they hop into it, and they are able to pull out from it original cap. Our, 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 that cap we know and love with the feathery chest, okay? And he is there facing evil Hydra Iron Cap. For those of you that have seen Superman 3... Remember the dumpster fight between Superman and Clark, evil Superman and Clark? That's what's happening in this. Nobody does. And look at that at the bottom. What does that look like to you at the very bottom? It goes back to Civil War when Iron Man and Cap fought, but it's Cap versus Cap. It's Iron Cap, Evil Cap, and Good Cap. It's Heel Cap and Face Cap.
1: It's it still capping? It's amazing.
2: Is and it double cap And the hammer is picked up by the face and just wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. There it is. Yay! Good job. That was good. Thank you. Evil Hydra Cap is defeated, and while and uh, cubic is her name, is that her name? Cobic. Cobic, I'm sorry, she is able to okay. bring uh, a few, a majority of our heroes back, but we're meant to let be, be left with the pain of those we lost, including my, my Black Widow, um, Nick Spencer. This whole series was outstanding. It was intense. It was so from from the very first issue when Cap looks at you and says, "Hail Hydra." Every issue of this has been like, we got a shot, oh my god, he wins again. And finally we have the victory there, it was incredibly written, it actually leads into my second story, which is Secret Empire Omega, number one. And in this story, we now realize we have two captains, two Steve Rogers in our world. We have Original Cap, we have Hydra Cap. And my favorite panel is the breakdown of the two of them together, because Steve, good Steve, Visits Hydra Cap in his cell, and it's basically them side by side chatting. And you've got one half being Cap Shield, and the other half being the Hydra symbol. Cap is kind of in hiding right now. Good Cap is in hiding right now because still his he still has this uh, over his sh- this weight over his shoulders that bad things are done in his name. And it's this chat between these two while we see where everyone is right now. And it's really, it's not very action-packed, it's dramatic, though. It's its kept me connected. Nick Spencer did, did an outstanding job with Secret Empire, and now Secret Empire Omega. I'm liking where it's going. It's its outstanding. Sweet. Superman 3. Uh, Richard yeah, Pryor's yeah, in that.
0: N- no one, well, I, well, yeah, no, okay, I do remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I only remember it because of Richard Pryor. I, huh? Nothing else from that Him movie Superman. is in my brain um what so did you read barry this week oh, yeah, uh, so. i read two things one of which uh, was all new guardians of the galaxy number nine nice Ooh. uh so i was catching up in the only guardians of the galaxy Aww. because i really want to know uh they, they've basically written into the comic that uh baby groot is part of the team uh, and everyone's like oh just you know to sell toys and because of the movie which you're right but they at least have a good explanation for why it is um uh, basically um, uh, and this in this issue, they actually explain why he can't grow. The, he basically he's sick and he can't get past baby stage. Uh-huh. Um, and we've basically determined that someone had has amassed a bunch of shards of Groot, planted them and cultivated them, and is growing basically like an army of maniacal, terrifying, monstrous Groots. And because all of the life energy is going to growing them, he can't grow himself. Um, and we basically see in this issue why uh, why he was blown to smithereens. Uh, all explodey and stuff. It's really good. Um, I'm actually really enjoying it, which I thought I wasn't going to because a lot of people are very critical of how many Guardians of the Galaxy titles have been coming out recently. The other thing I read uh, from our from our boy, <gasps> Cal, Cal Higgins, yeah. I read Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, number Eight, 18. The original That's crew. One. Yeah, the original crew. Look at crew that. With yes. the, the Transformers and everything. So um, this is now after the battle with um, Drac- Dracon. Mm-hmm. However you want to pronounce his name, who was basically the evil Tommy from another dimension, who never got never uh, got uh, away from Rita. Memories. Um, it's actually really cool the way they've been the way they've kind of weaved it all in that there were so many different seasons of Power Rangers, and basically in this world it's basically different dimensions. There are d- other timelines where they ended up going, becoming the the ninja and Our, uh, getting yeah. the the different Zio swords and, 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 so and stuff. Yeah. Um, so in this one it's basically just the Mighty Morphin. They're you know the original crew. They're the ones that are doing it. They have all their same Zords. Everything's honky dory. Uh, and now they're basically trying to figure out what to do after Rita's been defeated, uh, Draken's been defeated. Their world's kind of at peace. And now they actually get to be superheroes. They don't. They get to go outside of their town nice. They're not just fighting Putty Patrol. They're like, <laughs> yeah, they're going to like China where like a bridge is collapsing, and <laughs> they're going all over the world and, like helping like with like disaster relief and doing all this really cool stuff. So I'm actually really really enjoying that. So do you play the theme song when you read it? Every single time. Yes. I, I I play the power glove version. That's which is just the heaviest. That's my Just man. the just, just the, just the tap yes. solo. The tap solo.
2: Um. So yeah. So that's basically gonna wrap it up
0: for what we read this week. So like we said, this past weekend was Batman Day. Yeah. Uh, it was Saturday. Which whoever decided it, I don't know why. It, but this this is the Batman Day. Who cares? Always falls Day. in September. It always falls in September. Batman Day, yeah, Batman Day. That's really nice. Batman uh, Day. So That's beautiful graphic. Very certain nice. stores uh, celebrated because it was, like I said, it also uh, coincided with the twenty fifth anniversary of Harley Quinn. Dr. J. So, uh, certain stores had Jesus, giving away J. books. They were like remakes of classic Batman titles where Harley Quinn was heavily involved. Um, you could go to certain stores and they had masks oh. and they had, you know, you could cut out and you could be
2: kids, you could be the Bat, you could be Harley Quinn. There's all kinds of cool stuff. Dads could get an actual, uh, suit that works. No? They didn't do that?
1: We had one of our local stores. Oh, had, is that just- Had a bat ma- in.
2: I mean, I don't have that. C- continue, Barry. Yes. Hockey pads. So-
1: Hockey
2: What ball. we would like to do, because the
0: Batman is such an integral character in all of our comic- What? Uh, yeah, he's important. He's a
1: part of our lives. I'm
0: hypercritical of him, but he's still important. You are. Um- What we would like to do is revisit a couple of things, because we've actually done this before. (gasps) We have said uh, and decided who we thought uh, was the best-looking Batman, so we're going to do it again. We're going to play Who Wore It Best? Batman Edition. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) Ridiculous sounds we're about if, it, fact, if, if we, if we went back, it back good one team
2: if we hopped it back into the delorean back to our audio only days we Please had the 75th anniversary we had like a full month where it was like four episodes we did we did yeah. we did like we broke down the bat as a detective yep. like we did all
0: kinds of stuff we did we're that. not gonna do that this time no no go back don't into the have that much about the batman um But we are going to talk about Who Wore It Best. So the point of Who Wore It Best, if you're new to the show, let me explain it because I like explaining things because I love the sound of my own voice. Yep. So when we play Who Wore It Best, the idea is that we discuss who is the most aesthetically pleasing version of a character. That can be from TV, from books, from Mm. movies, no matter what. Whoever looks the best. Video games. It is all fair game. It is not about the character. It's not about the actor. It's not about the story. It is just about looks. It is the most segment we have it's so, so this is true yes it is the most shallow segment that we have so for who so wore it best I am going to start us off <gasps> selfish okay uh, because I realized I actually didn't pick one for myself you did. oh my gosh
2: um, it's his own suit
0: yeah never mind you go okay <laughs> not, oh, you?
2: not selfish uh, so who wore it best I will always uh, go back because it's both the symbol, and also realistic, if he was in the real world, it would be Christian Bale's uh, outfits in the trilogy. Both the one he wore in Batman Begins and the one he wore in The Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises. They both, um, to me, make sense in a real world setting. Uh, they're armor, but also allow flexibility. And it they look pretty cool, too, with the symbol and everything. So, yeah, uh, the Christian Bale suits. Sick. Mm-hmm. I appreciate
0: that. Now, Amy, I know yours. What's yours? You should but know I mine. I still want to hear it. What is yours? Say it. Who wore it best? Say it. Nine. Give me a name. <laughs> Whenever you're ready.
1: Not like this. Not like this. <laughs> um, so if you guys happen to listen to our CrockerCon episode, you already know who I picked. Also, I got mad props and shout outs from the audience because I picked <gasps> Adam West. And just because, <laughs> yeah, you can laugh all you want over there, bro. He was the first oh, one to don yes. the suit. Uh. He made your boy look extra pretty. Oh yeah! Also, his bat nipples were real. Oh, so
0: <laughs> it's uh. true.
2: <laughs> so it's true. Yeah, when he was cold. Yeah. That,
0: was, that was legit. Those were not. They were legit. Those, those were not crafted into no, his costume. No, those, those were, were pure yeah. Adam West nipples. Yeah, Clooney.
2: Yeah, Kilmer.
1: But side note, my runner-up is always Keaton.
2: Welcome.
0: So come yeah, on. so your runner-up was Keaton from Batman from '89. Yes. Your
2: runner-up. Keaton '92. Keaton '92,
0: which. There is a difference.
2: Yes. Uh, the 89, it looks like more like sculpted human abs. Mm-hmm. And Batman Returns, he had more what looked like armor, armor-plated armor abs on it. That was the difference. And that's pretty much it. Yep. Uh,
0: <laughs> so I do remember. We both like Heaton. I did pick we one. We do like Heaton. I just didn't write it down because I'm a dummy. Oh, it's okay. Uh, I actually... Um, one of my favorite versions uh, of Batman is actually recently because <gasps> I've recently delved back into the New 52. That's right. Uh, and Mr. Capullo or Capullo or Capullo whatever. Mr. Greg guy, what he's doing with Batman is great because I actually read a breakdown where someone interviewed him and they said, hey, how do you draw your Batman? And he said, I start with the cowl and the neck. And that that is how you define a good Batman. So he has a very strong Cowl into neck, shoulder uh, symmetry. Legit. Yes, it's too so, legit to quit. Too legit to quit. So okay. I really, hey, hey. I really enjoy his interpretation of Batman. Like I know a lot of people, like we before we were like Jim Lee, Jim Lee, Jim Lee, and Jim Lee's good. Jim Lee is amazing. Jim Lee and like Hush and stuff like that, like totally one of the greatest. That being said, I think Capulo has has given us a, a modern classic.
2: And kind of the way he draws it too, you, you have that classic look to him, but then you have these lines that appear like like armor, like, yeah, like the mm-hmm. line on the gauntlets, and yeah,
0: it makes yeah. more sense. Mm-hmm. So now, uh, I know Piper. Uh, his is always and will always be the animated series. That is his who wore it best, which I think is totally valid, because it also has good cowl to shoulder neck ratio. That it does. And it's... Yes, that that is the thing. Um So now do we agree on any Batman or is it just one of those where we've all got our opinions because there's been so Friggin' many of them.
1: Well, on the technicality, uh, Steve's and I actually do agree on Keaton. Keaton That's
0: true. We like Keaton. Keaton yeah. got the most votes. Yeah. So yeah.
2: th- votes. He he got
0: votes. He got the votes. So many votes. got the votes there. So
2: we're gonna, give, <laughs> we're gonna give. We're gonna give it to De Keaton. oh <laughs> well, we, we up there in <laughs> North Dakota. Oh yeah, you betcha. We're gonna do Wisconsin. Fergo. Oh, there you go. Packers. Rodgers. Rodgers.
0: Do you want a soda or a pop? Soda or pop. So. Because it is also the 25th anniversary of a <gasps> character who debuted in none other than the Batman animated series, mm-hmm. uh, who has become oddly popular Doc. over the last couple of years, and that is Harley Quinn. <sighs> so I'm going to say, who wore it best? Harley Quinn.
2: Mm. You get two so options. Do we even you have two <laughs> options. No, we don't have
0: two options. We have we all picked the same one, and then a Steve's has one runner-up. Which we, you know who it is. We literally said animated series, animated series, animated series, animated series yeah. with runner-up Margot Robbie. Yeah,
1: and Piper screams animated series,
0: animated <laughs> series. It's so deepest, Mister J. I think for. I'm, I, it's not that I have don't appreciate what they've done with her recently, with the half you know half red and half black hair, and the blonde with the blue and the pink, like the Margot Robbie. I just for us it was always she was like this classic like jester like character, uh, with mm-hmm. the big mallet and everything. Mr. And J, <laughs> just red Amy's mug in the camera. That's how gigantic it is. <laughs> um, so I think we all. I mean, that's the first time we've all had a. We all agree. We agree. She's on, definitive. On she She's was
1: the originator. She is. She crosses that line between being Dr. Harley Quinzel and Harley Quinn. Nobody pulls off being a Harley Quinn like her. Amanda Conner. Ever. Ever, ever. Mm. Yes, this one was designed by Amanda Mm Conner, including considering that you can get four variations, which is spacesuit, holiday, and then superhero, which actually is in uh, Harley Quinn and Power Girl, which was a team up like two or three years ago. I want the
2: holiday outfit, just because holidays.
1: (laughs) It's, It's fleeced. I, I uh-huh. think
0: I think I really I liked the way her character was in the animated series. I don't know if I necessarily enjoy the Margo, not even the Margo. Just the just the attention that she's gotten the last couple of years. It's basically she's become a strange character to be a hero and a role model, considering her her circumstances. Um, so, on that note, because she does come from a violent and sordid past. I think maybe we should, instead of doing some who wore it best, we should do some verses. Verses.
2: Main event.
0: Oh, okay. That was. Jinkies. Yeah, that was the that was the start screen. That was the select your fighter. Yes. Uh, So we're gonna play a little bit of verses. We're gonna start with the bat because the bat is you know the Batman days (laughs) and so forth. Not right. So not right. Not right. So we have uh, a couple of verses, and I'm gonna say Batman versus. Taskmaster. Ooh. Ah. So
2: those you who are unaware
0: of who Taskmaster is, because you better know who Batman is at this point, Taskmaster (laughs) is a Marvel character, and his ability is that as long as he watches you fight, he will memorize your fighting style. So Mm. he can literally combat almost anyone as long as he gets a chance to watch their their fighting style. Um, So he usually is really good at besting the hand-to-hand fighters. Um, You know, when he goes toe-to-toe with Frank Castle, they're able to go you know, shot for shot because he's able to predict basically everything that he's going to do. The only people who are really able to uh, outsmart him are people like Deadpool, who's extremely unpredictable because he doesn't actually have a set fighting style because he's insane, he has so many voices, and so on and so forth. So, Batman, the detective, the fighter, he's prepared for everything. He is the Dark Knight versus the man who, if he sees you fight once, he has you down pat. Who's going to win? He'd never see me. Yeah, of course. He wouldn't see me coming. Yeah, well. And then bam, back of the head, he's gone. Is that your answer? Yeah. You're, so your answer? So you would you think he would get the drop on Taskmaster? I
2: think I think he's known for, you know, I mean, Taskmaster, I, I haven't heard much about him being someone who hides in the shadows, whereas we know the bat is known for being over in the corner without you knowing that he's there when the lights are out and being in the shadows, and Taskmaster, hey, where are you, bat? Nope, he's up, oh, got him. <laughs> Counterpoint. Counterpoint. Um, Ooh, we're on that show. Mm.
0: So, given that this is a crossover universe, we Mm -hmm. assume that um, all characters have access to media. Mm -hmm. Uh, Medias. Mm -hmm. uh, All the Medias. uh, Mm -hmm. They have access to television, to news reports, to YouTube. Uh, So... (laughs) taskmaster doesn't have to be in person he doesn't have to see you fight he could just Google you and go on YouTube and be like hey cool I can watch a couple Batman taking down some uh, some some hooligans and some shenanigans and some uh, some uh, you know henchmen yeah okay so right. okay. he would be able right. to in theory memorize so what it would really come down to is getting that, that drop
2: which fighting style was he using in that video Oh,
1: that's the that's see and that's the thing that I would be struggling to do as well because it comes down to um. If we're paralleling techniques and the bat always being prepared, if you're reading Dark Knight's metal, you know what he's been doing to throw some people off his trail. So as much as I think Taskmaster, if he's got the opportunity to research him well enough, he might be able to get most of it. But yeah, Bruce is Bruce is scrappy. He actually like, like, I think he might take this one. So
0: wait, so we're we're gonna go with the whole Batman is always prepared for everyone and beats everyone. Uh, I'm going with the I'm going, go with, with the. I'm going with the Batman
1: might drunken master this. We're,
0: we're gonna go with the with the the playground rules. Batman beats everybody.
2: Yeah. Uh, no, no, that's healthy. Well, you everybody. know, there's plan A, B, and C. Remember, Batman. I think has planned through every alphabet and then into the double digits of numbers.
1: Also, he has Alfred, so he might just throw him in. <laughs> and there. there's Alfred. Yeah, he'd
2: have Alfred might have like a like a nine iron. <laughs> yep, got him.
1: Because you didn't see there could.
2: You didn't be see Alfred anybody. coming, did you? Nope. Nope. Didn't see the Teen Crumpets.
0: Nope. Tag Mm-mm. team. Got him. All right. Well, I, well, I, I will agree. <laughs> I will agree. Here's the thing. In a straight fight, this is the problem Is in, in a straight fight, we can never really say But given the way most people Have written Batman over the last 30 years I will agree that Batman Will most likely be prepared And ready to go, and ready to Handle Taskmaster, or he will have gone And specifically found the one guy Who lives on the one mountain In the one country, who knows the one martial art That Batman has not learned yet He will spend six months learning it Then face off with Taskmaster with no footage of him have ever learned it, and he would somehow use that to beat him because he's batman he's batman and he has money
2: and two points i'm one i'm biased and and two Two. taskmaster sounds like a program for my computer to help me with my tasks i mean come manager oh i can't i need my taskmaster can we download the taskmaster please i have so many files yeah batman you're cute
1: (laughs) he thinks he's adorable i
2: I do have a dimple or two so (laughs) so
0: to be fair (laughs) To be fair, Taskmaster has recently been relegated to more or less training henchmen. I didn't know that. He has. Cause that's
1: cause the sad he's, part. Well,
0: he's, it's not even... It's brilliant. Okay. Because he... Since he knows all the heroes' fighting styles aim hydra hand they're all gonna send their recruits to him that makes sense because he's gonna be like oh yeah you want to fight daredevil this is how you beat daredevil they're not actually going to because none of them are that talented yeah but he can make just oodles and oodles of money because he knows everyone Mm. so instead of being the mercenary now he can be the trainer that makes sense that makes sense
1: In other words, you got to pay for services rendered.
0: Exactly. All right,
2: he's not a program on a computer. Got it. Yeah, fair enough.
0: Whatever. (laughs) So I think we're going to give this one to the bat. The bat. Just because, I mean, I'm outvoted and I'm biased. The bat. So another interesting one, again, (gasps) pairing off the Marvel versus the DC Universe. Okay. We're going to have Harley Quinn versus the Un.
2: I can't remember which one she is. She's Gwenpool. Unbeatable. Unbeatable. <laughs> is she unbeatable
0: or unbelievable.
1: Squirrel girl is Why is it Shining Harley?
2: I like Shining Harley. That's a pretty
0: cool yeah, image. <laughs> so that's the image that I tracked down. I tried to get close up of faces and I couldn't really do it. I like so that. Uh, for those of you unaware who Harley uh no, no Harley. Oh uh, Harley Quinn. Uh, who Gwen is, is. So Gwenpool is a character that came out of the uh, mass popularity of Gwen Stacy being returned into the Marvel universe via Spider Gwen. Cool. Uh, Yeah, so the combination of the two. She comes from a universe where there are no superheroes. Um, There are no supervillains, but she uh, is a big comic book nerd and has read about every single one. So when she gets teleported into our universe or when people pop up in her universe, she's ready to take them on because she's like an encyclopedia of information. She's also kind of uh, off the wall, kind of bizarre. A little bit. However... She has no superpowers, and she has no pants. She just has yeah, she has no pants, no, no superpowers. She just has a, a huge, just a massive amount of knowledge and otherwise disregard for her own safety, um, as opposed to Pretty Harley much. Quinn, who, depending on what version you are, sometimes she apparently has superpowers and sometimes she doesn't. Again, just pure insanity and decent hand-to-hand combat.
1: Mm-hmm. So and a
0: mallet. Who would win versus Harley Quinn, Gwenpool? Go. Hmm. Exactly. No.
1: <laughs> It's fairly easy, actually. Oh, oh go, Amy. Amy's ready to go. Big mallet. <laughs> and a nerd girl with no powers and no pants. I'm sorry, sweetie. You're going down to Harley.
2: But is she wearing a long sweater? Is that no. what no. So what no, happened? She's, she's so the like, entire like run short is shorts. she has oh, gotcha. like,
1: okay. it's a jumpsuit with Got long it. sleeves and Got a hood. It. They ran out of fabric. And oh. that is literally one of the running jokes of the book, is that <laughs> they're not getting the fabric back in, and she asks every couple of months, so she doesn't have pants. <laughs>
0: okay. All right. Gotcha. So, yeah, I mean, she... They both have big mallets, actually. Have. I know,
1: but for optimism, optimism goes to Gwen, but really when it comes down to it, she's going to literally get her face smashed in with a big mallet from the crazy chick. I
2: can see that. Yeah.
0: yeah, and Harley Quinn also, I mean, we if we want to go back to the whole, like... We
1: can always get her some Smilex.
0: ...access to media stuff, Gwenpool isn't going to... There, there, there aren't going to be DC comics in this universe, so she's not going to be aware of how mm-hmm. to beat them. Um, but she is super unpredictable and has access to tons of weapons, just like Harley Quinn. So I feel like, if anything... Uh, they would wail on each other for a couple minutes and realize, then get distracted. Yeah, realize they want to be friends and go. I could see that. Best and friends for Go on Ring. do all their own things. So, yeah, so we're going to have one of those stupid times where we don't come up with the verses. We said have peace and they become friends.
2: Oh Yay. Is this like the
1: the Gotham City Sirens?
2: Oh, but yeah. yeah. so with that, do
0: get Yeah, and they play baseball. I yeah. like it. Wait, no, that's bombshells. Oh.
1: No, that could count still.
0: Yeah, baseball. Yeah. Baseball. So. Because it has been Batman Day, well, I guess it's technically Batman Week. Um, we would like to revisit our favorite Batman books, favorite Batman comics of all time. All time. All time. All time. So uh, this is tough because there's been a lot of them. There's been a lot of good ones. There's some going on right now that could, so you know, unseat other ones. But the war. given what we have now, uh, Steve's you're wearing you're wearing the symbol.
2: You got it on your PJs. I'm also wearing my PJ bottoms. Look at that, huh? Look at that guy. Huh? Look at that. That's what you do on Batman Day two days later. Yeah.
0: So because of all that, yeah. Uh, what is your favorite Batman
2: book of all time? It's a tough one. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, hey. It wasn't me this time with a the mug. Um, there's quite a few I enjoy, but I'm going to go with the one that was the first graphic novel purchase I ever made because I bought it shortly after becoming a crusader. Mm. It is currently right here at the bottom of my st- of my stack here, and you'll see it here shortly. It is the Jeff Loeb, Tim Sale classic, The Long Halloween. Mm. There it is right there. Mm. First one I read, I was that at that time, the guy was like, well, so all these issues form like one whole big story arc? I didn't know that, it's crazy. That was a Steve's back in the first year of the Cable Crusaders. So I read this guy, and it's like 200 something pages and it took him three years it took me three years uh <laughs> i just finished it it's great um tells the whole story of harvey dent becoming two-face while batman is hunting down what's being referred to as the the holiday killer It starts on halloween and it goes a full year through all the holidays and every holiday and every month someone dies it's a falcone it's a Maroni. it's any of those guys uh it is the inspiration of course to the dark knight uh, with the Harvey Dent story, and there's even elements of um, Batman Begins in here as well. But the story itself is incredibly written. I did my history on who Jeff Loeb was and who Tim Sale are. I realize it's the middle of a trilogy because you have Haunted Night before it and then Dark Victory, which introduces Dick Grayson in it. But this story here was intense, dramatic, intriguing. It is a tragedy because it shows the breakdown of Harvey Dent into becoming Two-Face and how Batman deals with that, him and Gordon, and that whole angle is there. There's even the copy that I have has an intro by Christopher Nolan and David S. Goyer, which is outstanding. Uh, but yes, my favorite, above all, Batman, The Long Halloween. Sweet. Thanks for that. I got emotional there. Yeah, that man. really good, man. Brought by Crusader memories. Mm. <laughs> well, I'm going to read it again.
0: Yeah. I don't know why we had you on the podcast originally. You were just a complete lack of... You were just useless. I was just movie guy. So... Uh Piper also provided his um which of course was hush, which we're not gonna talk too much about because yeah you know, it was it was a fantastic book, but we're not gonna go into too much details about it, other than the fact that Jim Lee was super talented mm-hmm. uh for those of you unaware, we are audio only right now, so uh Amy. What was your favorite Batman book of all time?
1: Since I'm only audio, can I use my audio? Dang, I
0: can't use my audio. She's back visually. (laughs) She was going to get all husky. (laughs) I was.
2: Let me tell you. Let me tell you It has to do with Hawaii. No! It
1: doesn't. Oh, sorry, guys. headphones. I need to do that. Okay. um, So, I actually was torn between two books for my choices. Um, Barry ended up picking my other one, because he's a jerk. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa,
2: whoa, 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 whoa. You whoa, whoa, you whoa, changed whoa, yours, whoa, whoa, so whoa, whoa, I whoa, took your other whoa. one. It's
1: okay. Because it's so good. It's so good. Anyway, um, the one I actually finally decided on um, was Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo's The Court of Owls, which is, you were saying, Capullo, <laughs> Capullo. Capullo. It is... Um, one of the best things to come out of the new 52, hands down. The story doesn't just hearken to a uh, Gotham gone by or pitting Batman against some sinister force. This is like the essence. This is the the mice in the house that you don't know are so there. It's, it's so weighty and meaty and it's just... My favorite word is unctuous currently, so I'm calling it unctuous. Um, the Court of Owls, if you haven't got a chance to read it, is probably sold out in almost every single comic Mm. book store currently in Sacramento as well as the volume two. Um, So the big villains are the court of owls. They have infiltrated Gotham down to its heart. They were there at the founding and Batman is Uh, just realizing who they are. It also starts um, him to realize not only is he trapped in this spoilers labyrinth, by the court. Um, he also comes to find out that his one of his wards is actually been chosen by the court w- upon his death to become an assassin uh, for yes. them. Yes. So it is it, becoming the Talon. But it is a fantastic read. The art's amazing. It holds up really well. If Again, if one of the only things that I truly, truly can recommend coming out of the new 52, it is Batman, The Court of Owls.
2: It, it shows you Shit. that... Moment where Bruce doesn't have an answer. Yeah. Mm. He's weakened. Mm. So good. And
0: Which it's, is why I liked it so much. Scott Snyder. I, like I got to see him finally not being like, hey, you're prepared for everything. You weren't prepared for this. And got, the best part is it's really
1: easy movie. to cosplay and it's super duper creepy. And if you want to see that, you should check out our Instagram.
0: It's on our website. Yes. <laughs> uh, so. Barry. Um, while I am amongst the most critical of the Batman Uh, amongst anyone on this podcast I will hands down say that all the time I hate how much Batman wins I hate how he's always prepared for everything that being said if you go into my comic book collection you will realize that half the books I recommend to you will be Batman books Mm -hmm. he is part of the pillar of my uh my comic collection my comic experience Batman is quintessential when it comes to any comic book fan uh so that being said um, amongst our choices, I just, you know, Piper and Hush being one of just the greatest Batman stories ever told. Uh, Amy with the Court of Owls, I didn't read it until, you know, two months ago, and I'm just, I'm just, I want more. It was, it was You're great. Floored. Yes, I am floored. Um, and the entire Dark Victory series, just, just taking that just dark Jeff Loeb style to it. Uh, and of course, I, I it was originally gonna be my pick, but then I nixed it, which was, uh, Uh, The Dark Knight Returns by Frank Miller. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, of course, you know, Frank Miller being the crazy... uh, Crazy. Yeah, just terrible person that he is, uh, still wrote uh, just one of the greatest Batman stories of all time. So that being said, speaking of crazy people who are probably actually really bad people at heart, my choice for my favorite Bat book of all time is none other than Alan Moore's The Killing Joke. Ooh. Yes. So good. In my collection.
1: This is my number one slash two.
0: I have... Uh, four copies of this book. (laughs) I have four copies of The Killing Joke. The first one, uh, it was the very first, uh, almost positive, it was the very first purchase I ever made at Empire's Comics Vault beyond Free Comic Book Day. Uh, I remember walking in, it was when Ben was at his old location, uh, it was up on the wall, it always had the sun coming through, coming through the cracks, uh, and I look up and I just see the Joker in this bright green, green writing, and it just says the killing joke, and he says smile, and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to go with that, it was 10 bucks because it was a reprinting of it, and I was all about it, uh, and I read it, and I read it three times in in a weekend, um, I, was, I was sold, right out the gate. Um, Despite the fact, like I said, that Alan Moore is creepy and uses just some twisted, twisted imagery. uh, It was great. It was wonderful. Um, Since then, I've picked up uh, second, third, fourth printings of it. Uh, My my father-in-law gave me a couple of his. Um, I think it, as far as Batman stories go, it's one of those ones where it's not just about Batman. He's really not the main character. He's more of just a supporting player uh, in a really big story, but it's all about him. It's about what the effects the Joker can have on um, Babs, on Jim, how it can affect the Batman. Because uh. the Joker is always about Batman. He's, it's not about Gotham for him. It is never about Gotham. It's never about Dent. It's never about Gordon. It's never anybody except Batman, but using all of those to get to the Batman. How much can I push Batman? How much, how can, much I... can you push? Mm-hmm. So the Killing Joke is just a perfect example of when Batman doesn't need to be the focus of the story, and it can just be a great great batman story um despite like i said all all of its issues its controversies with the uh the, the sexual nature the violent sexual nature of some of the some of the story it still is just just an exemplary uh batman story that i would recommend to anyone hands down to any day of the week uh, Alan Moore again, despite all his weird, his, his weird wizardry, evil living, Gandalf. You know, li- yeah, evil Gandalf living in a hamlet somewhere outside of Edinburgh, burr, burr, um Edinburgh, he- Edinburgh. <laughs> Edinburgh. <laughs> whatever. Uh, he's, just, he's he's still one of just the most important writers to ever touch yeah. a comic book page and um, everything that he's done. So, oh.
1: yeah. Yeah, it's
0: good. So, and 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 right now, I mean, there's so much good stuff going on with Batman. It's a great time to jump on the Dark Knight's metal story that's going on right now. Scott Snyder has been setting this up for years. He's, literally, literally years. Literally, there's, there is there breadcrumbs throughout his entire tenure with the Bat that are being dropped amongst and put in there. It's it, Court of Owls. Just it's all it's all connected. And hashtag it's all connected. Uh, so it's really, I mean, it's, it's, there's always a great time to check out Batman, but there also is Batman for all ages. There, there are the, you know, the Batman Brave and the Bold. There are the, the, you know, there's the animated series. There's the cartoons for the kids.
1: Batman 66.
0: Batman 66. For those of you who are really big fans of the original series, it has a comic book and it's actually really entertaining. It's doing really well.
1: Um, And he doesn't like it, but it's great to bring it up. Out of respect for West,
2: I'm just nodding. (laughs) Out of respect. It's, It's, yeah, I mean, it's... I'm holding back. I'm nodding and
0: smiling. You're like you're like you're like one of those people that's like, uh, I don't like you know. Somebody the, get him the big the, This founding father did this, so I'm gonna just disregard everything that he did. And it's like, well, yeah, no, totally. It's it's 100 valid. But at the same time, <laughs> we wouldn't be here today if not for Adam West. Yep. You, you wouldn't have that logo on your chest.
2: He was a great. If not
0: for Adam West and Burt Ward. He was a great mayor.
2: He was, he was a great,
0: great mayor of Coho. He was he was an amazing politician, and he touched all of our hearts. <laughs> yes. uh, rest in peace, Adam West. Um. So that's gonna about wrap it up for this week's episode of the Capless Crusader. Celebrating Batman Day. Celebrating the 25th anniversary of Harley Quinn. Celebrating National Comic Book Day. (laughs) I still don't know if it's national or international, but either way, national. Who cares? We the best. So. For the Capeless Crusaders, my name is David Barry at D.R. Barry, on varying social media platforms. Check me out this week. I will be continuing to play the 1995 Game of the Year on Twitch.
2: Like It'll this. be What's everyone doing? I'm building boats. <laughs> <laughs> What's well, on TV? To my right. Changing it up. We- yeah. You never said thank you. And you'll never have to. This is the Azorian one, Anthony Steve's. Sending it over to Babs.
1: Wait, I'm Babs. I called you Babs. Yes. Babs. Yes. Oh my gosh. Hi. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm distracted. I'm Amy. The the stuff says it. You can find me at IJNewRobot on all the things with the stuff. Don't add me on Snapchat. I'm not gonna collect. Not going there. But deepest, Mr. Barry.
0: No, there he is. That's not. Uh, we also have on the ones and twos. We have Justin Piper at. The Mad Piper Mad on Piper. Instagram and nothing else. We have Curtis Fisher at Calm Down Warning Calm at Down existential Warning. Romeo. Romeo. We got Bart not participating in social media. Just the Bart. <laughs> we have down in southern california we do have tom uh, not participating either dark, not ugly, on everything on everything as always you can find anything related to the cables crusaders at the you can find our blogs our youtube our twitch so on and so forth the next con we're going to go to oh, our con wrap up video it's always tons of fun so for everyone here at the cables crusaders for batman
2: <gasps> good night i'll get night. my car i brought mine